to Discontinued on Display and the penultimate episode of our season. My name is Matt and I am joined by, is that Chris or is it a whale? It, I don't it's know. Probably, I'm actually Dory. I'm Ellen DeGeneres and I am fluent <laughs> in whale. I think I, hopefully there's still people with us not going, what's wrong with my wrong podcast with my app? What's screwed <laughs> up here? Like, do I need to speed it up? Oh, you know, we, we've really upped our openings on, which by we, I mean you, because I, I do nothing. That's uh, my one job. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, I mean, outside of like research and other stuff, but... Uh, I'm supposed to research? I mean, you can just make stuff up. Honestly, like for most of this stuff, if we just made up stuff, would people really know? Are people fact-checking us? I don't know. Now they're going to. Now we've spoken <laughs> forth in the universe. Well, I mean, good thing we haven't made stuff up, so it's a moot Yet. point. But still, like, yeah, you know. Uh, however, if we do get something wrong, we're going to get called on it now. Yeah. Uh, no. Um. Yeah, I, that's something I've been enjoying this season. I've gotten a little bit weirder with our intros, especially like the last two or three. Oh, yeah. It's been... You've had quite a run here. Thank you. Yeah. I'm interested to see what you do for the season finale, which I, I don't mean, know. I, I can't believe that we're already at the end of the fourth season. I know. It feels so weird. It like it. Like, I, I can't fathom that we are this far into doing this podcast. Like, and I remember when it was just a conceptualized little thing in our sad little office. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And now like to think like we're at completely different jobs now and it's we're through four seasons plus some bonus episodes and we'll get to kind of like what future seasons are going to be uh in the next episode as we always do with you know the tease for what's happening next and i'm excited for what's happening next uh and yeah i think this season's just been so much fun not that yeah. the other seasons weren't fun but this one's this one's offered us some interesting ones yeah. Um, I was thinking about a couple of our like previous season episodes and some of my favorites along the way, like weird ones we've done, like when we talked about Furbies with Jen or when you were gone for an episode. So I brought on our artist who did all of our art um, or like I still love AC Gilbert. Like that was a wild ride oh. that like took us through a whole season or like even like our first one. I, I think of Wonka Bar's with such fondness and the intensity and like the depth of how we broke those down or when we like learned the, the total like soap opera drama that was crystal Pepsi. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I crystal, I do the crystal Pepsi facts all the time for anyone that will listen. I, I like do it at my job all the time. Like, Oh, just, just let me tell you about this. 
So, oh, hi. Well, welcome in. Oh, before I actually start, help you here, uh, can I tell you about Crystal Pepsi? Can I tell you about the, the saga that is Crystal Pepsi? Oh, yeah. It's it's delightful. It's delightful. So today we well, are first, talking... We, oh, have to, we have to thank today's episode to one of our listeners, yes. um, who's also a friend of mine um, who reached out. Um, his name is Kirk. So thank you so much. Uh, for giving us a suggestion. We love audience suggestions, even if they come from people we know, because it often opens our eyes to something we had no idea was out there. Um, and that was definitely the case with this. I had no idea that this existed. Matt, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Marineland of the Pacific. Hence, and I have to specify... Hence the whale voice. <laughs> uh, yes, hence the whale voice. Um, <laughs> Marineland of the Pacific. Because if you Google Marineland, you get something completely different. Yes, that like when I was doing some research, I typed in Marine Land because I forgot. <laughs> I was like, wait, what did we agree to do this week? And you're like, Marine Land. And I Google them like, no, that's still open. The yeah, one in Florida is much still open and that's doing fine. Yes, yes. So Marine Land is still open, but Marine Land of the Pacific. It's not, not doing open. fine. Yeah, it's, it's not doing great. <laughs> it's doing the opposite. It's doing the polar opposite fine. It's not even like. It's not even like, oh, it's sad, it's closed. Like, I feel like it got a little bit abused. I feel like they kind of took it for a spin and they were like, not only am I not going to uh, take this away from you, I'm going to kill it. They killed yeah. it. They killed the, the, the bad people killed Marine Land of the Pacific. But yeah, let's. I mean- it did have some tumultuous days, but let's, uh, let, let's start. What was it? We have to figure out what it is. Um, if you can't guess from the title of what this uh, park situation is, it's a place where they kept all giraffes. <laughs> no <laughs> other animals, just giraffes. At Marine Land of the Pacific? <laughs> yes. Um, it, so, no, of course not. That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marine Land was an oceanarium uh, in the Palos Verdes Peninsula coast in Los Angeles County in California. Interestingly enough, it uh, it opened in 1954, which is one year before Disneyland opens. So this is pre-Disneyland that this opens. Um, and it's pretty, you're, you know, it, when it opened, it was the world's largest oceanarium. Uh, it's... You know, it was designed by the guy who did the Los Angeles International Airport. And a cool thing about, oh gosh, this is why I need to write things down. Okay, hold on. I'm going to Google it because I want to say his name because that is only fair. Marine Land of the Pacific. Um, This gentleman who designed the building, the architect for it, is actually from uh, Chicago. There it is. William Pereira. Pereira? P-E-R-E-I-R-A. Pereria. We're going to go with that. William Pereria um, is from Chicago. He's from Illinois. So once again, Illinois it becomes a prominent feature. Don't, things in Illinois don't seem to last. They seem to die of hor- horrible death. Um, well, you know. Um, but yes, yeah, that's I mean- the architect, a very prominent architect. He did a lot of very amazing structures in California. So, but I mean, he is from is- Illinois. This is a pretty big deal, like very, very big deal. And um, at one point, too, in like the 70s and 80s, it like because you mentioned Disney, it gets a partnership with Hanna-Barbera cartoons. So that's like the Pink Panther and like the Flintstones. 
I think the Jetsons are a Hanna Barbera cartoon as well. Oh yeah, or like yeah. The, uh, the, yeah, I can't so, think of the who's the one who goes exit stage left. Well, whoever that one is, is that Snagglepuss? Snagglepuss, Snagglepuss. I know is Hanna Barbera. Um. So yeah, yeah. Like in the mid, what was it? Mid, uh, like seventies and eighties. Yeah, mid seventies and eighties. It was Hanna Barbera's Marine Land, and I couldn't tell whether that was like they like brought Hanna Barbera characters in, yes. or whether they just like owned the thing. Yes, no, because they were bringing at one point, like if you like when you read about there is mentioned that at one point, like for marketing, they bring in characters to interact with you. So I feel like that was definitely one of their ways that they attempted to kind of save this failing. Like who doesn't want to meet an orca with Flintstone? Forget the orcas and the dolphins and the sea lions. Like we got to bring Yogi Bear. That's not the first time we've run into this. We what other park did this? I can't remember it. It wasn't. Um, you know what I'm talking about? We talked yeah. about was it? Oh, oh, oh! It was um. Was it Boblo? Na- was it Boblo? Yes, it was Boblo Island. I almost said Statlo Island. Boblo Island. Oh, they so did by that. the way, did you listen to the Boblo Island episode when I put in all the clips? No, I didn't. Okay, you should go back and listen to it. Um, where you because uh, I put in all the clips of the commercials in there. Ah! Um, so. <laughs> So it's it's got all you know. Let's twist again, like we did last night. And I realized that's actually a real song. I heard it on the radio today. Uh, you didn't? You didn't? You've never heard that song before? No. Yeah, I've always heard "Let's Twist Again" like we did last summer. Yeah, sorry, summer. Yeah, no, that's totally a song. You've been educated. Congratulations. Okay, I mean, you know, things that I learned. But yeah, so definitely go and and listen to that one. But uh, yeah, like it's. It's funny to me that we as a public get bored with certain things. And so we're like, you know what we need? Characters. We need IP. We do that all the time. We've talked about that before, too. We talked about that in food. I think it was food that we did this with. And we probably brought it up with toys, too, that like, like you and I are both board game people. So like, gosh, if I walk into my board game store one more time and see, oh, you like Munchkin? You need to play Munchkin, but with Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> you like Clue? Well, guess what? We're going to do it with friends. And I'm like, please, for the love of God, stop. Like, I don't care. You're right. Like, that's the, that is, I, I'm, I'm thinking about that now, too. Well, and even, even with, you know, not with that, but, you know, Game of Thrones has a board game. Oh. And, Game of Thrones um, has a th- and board games yeah and so they have board games and, and a I'm clue not, and, and a monopoly and a risk and a jenga and an uno and i'm not saying that these board games are are inherently bad i mean like there's a lot of star wars games that are really intricate and very very fun um, well there's games that are based off of ip which star wars is one of those ones that can be successful but then there's like games the, again, my best example would be like Monopoly. Actually, I, I think Monopoly is the like we've taken an existing board game and we've and just jammed slapped something some else I, into we just it. Slapped some IP. That on. I often think turns out poorly, but I also do think that a lot of times, like those board games based off of other intellectual property, can really just suck. Like I haven't like. I really want to play the Jungle Cruise board game. Like, you don't understand how badly I want to play the Jungle Cruise board game because that's my favorite ride in Magic Kingdom. But I'm also like, I can't fathom that making a board game about... It's like when they make a movie off of something weird. Like, the Haunted Mansion movie did was not amazing. And there's a reason for that. They're remaking it, and I'm excited. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Disney's Disney's doing it again. Um, And so it comes out next year. 
What is there a trail? What? What? They, they just uh, there's no nothing yet. It's just is that it's in development. Why they already did it? Well, they did it and then went. Yeah, forget a, forget that we did it because they they brought in Eddie Murphy and he had to do Eddie Murphy things. Yeah, but they were making it a comedy. Like, of yeah, course, exactly. is it, is it going to be a comedy be, this time or is it going to be I like think pirates? It's be more creepy this time. Interesting. I, th- that's the vibe I get. I, okay, back to the Jungle Cruise game. I have that game and it's very fun. Is it fun? I've oh, I almost bought it. It was on sale at Barnes and Noble, and I passed it up. I enjoy it. The flavor text on all the cards, mm, excellent. Very Jungle Cruise. It's not your like, I wouldn't say best game ever, but it's also not the worst game ever. There's an it's a small world game that's really for kids. That's awesome. It's like uh you go through you go. I play it with my four year old where you move the boat and then you have little cards and you move into a new room and you try to find the things that are on your cards and it's got like the clock tower and everything with it. So really well done. And jungle cruise, basically what you're doing is you're moving through the jungle. Certain events happen. You have to pick up certain lost passengers and you have like a secret, um, objective. You have a secret objective of like a faction of people that you're trying to save that's more of. And Mm. so like how you position things in your boat determines what could possibly be at risk for getting dumped off. And um, it's it's fun. It's got some layers to it, Um, but also not like overly complicated. But yeah, the flavor text is pure Jungle Cruise. I love it. But I mean, you can't, you do, again, as someone in the hobby, you do agree that sometimes cramming an IP into something but is that's, po- But that's painful. the key is like, it's not cramming IP. If they were to do Jungle Cruise Monopoly, that's jamming IP in there. If, if they just do a Jungle Cruise game, that's saying we have this IP, we're also creating a board game. Um, well, like, okay. So like I, I, one of my best examples, I guess I can think of is I'm a big fan of the Bioshock series, okay. uh, video game series, and they made a Bioshock infinite board game, which I feel like had a lot of potential. Cause I mean, it's a, it's a civil war yeah, yeah, in yeah. a city in the sky, like how easy to make a war board game. But I don't know. Like I played it once. I've only played it once. And, and it like, I great. remember being like, I feel like you're just trying to be like everyone loves Bioshock, so they're going to buy this expensive piece of cardboard with all these plastic instead of having good, strong mechanic elements. Anyway, the point of this is by just bringing the Hanna Barbera characters, you're not also going to, you shouldn't really theoretically be able to drag a bunch of people in to your failing, uh, not um, oceanary. marine oceanary. Are oceanaries a thing still? Yes. Oh well, oceanarium. Those, those are the big. The big difference that I heard was that it's like saltwater versus freshwater and but i don't know if they're as much of a thing anymore well i like, read encyclopedia britannica about it and i kind of remember but i don't really remember i feel like we've gotten to because this was my problem with marine land um was it was the term capturing animals specifically to put them as an like an event or an artifact not an artifact for the, oh, for the viewing pleasure of people and making them jump through fiery hoops and making them do all these tricks, which yes, like, like if you were to go to the, um, the shed aquarium, like there's a dolphin show and the dolphins will jump through the air, but I, the dolphins aren't doing anything they wouldn't normally do in the wild. They're just trained to do them on a cue. That like is dolphins never going to jump through fire in nature. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent nature video. <laughs> like, oh, look at those fiery hoops. The dolphin swims. 
he jumps through. Oh, what a graceful creature. <laughs> Let's watch again. Where do the hoops come from? We don't know. We That's don't Mother know. Nature at work, baby. <laughs> But uh, that's something that has definitely changed. Because, again, this is the 50s. Mm-hmm. And the 50s very much were like, a, hey there, look, look, I'll see, see this animal jump through this hoop, eh? And, and I don't know if you saw the video of the show of Marine Land. I saw the pictures. Oh, I watched a full video that showed clips of this show. Man, these animals were doing all sorts of stuff. There was a dolphin that was bowling. They set up a little bowling alley. And he would, like, toss the ball up. And knockdown pins. Um, very funny in that on his second shot, he totally missed. And the trainer just like kicks the side of the thing. Um, he pitches a baseball to somebody who then the guy very whiffs hard on it. Um, basketball as well. The Marineland Globetrotters is what the backboard said. So cool dolphins doing that. Um, uh, lots of seals balancing things on their noses. Uh, from cups and balls to, you know, they go fetch rings. Uh, they do dives off this little platform. It, 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 was, it was quite the display of, 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 uh, of a variety of things. Like, they spared no expense there. But if you go to shows now, they're much more educational. Yeah. And very much like you're not really seeing them do a whole lot of tricks like you're like I saw in this video. You're seeing more of like the all right, we're going to have him come up. And what you can see here is these teeth and these teeth are so they can do this in the wild. And look at his tongue and look at this. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, that's, you know, I I don't necessarily really want to get into the morality of. um I just think it's it's dangerous to like again make the orca jump in the air to take a bite out of a fish that you the human are holding it's like when we get to that level I'm like this feels like when like if you're making them fetch the ring because it shows an educational thing like that to me is very sensical and it makes Mm -hmm. like to me that's for a purpose but like when you're putting the animal in danger that's where I'm like this feels not okay. Yeah, yeah. Jumping through fiery hoops is a bad idea. But I think it does show how intelligent these animals are. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, the fact that they can pull that off, that all those, that like, yes, that shows a lot of intelligence and self-preservation, too, on their parts. Um, But again, like, I think, like, that's why I asked, like, are there even oceanariums anymore? Because I know there's aquariums. I think um, I think aquariums are kind of the thing because now I think we have more technology of how to keep because the challenge with keeping saltwater creatures is that you have to keep it's easy to get fresh water it's much harder to, to get the balance of what salt water is in the ocean yeah whereas it's much easier to get the balance in terms of fresh water and like do we um, like do we even have zoos and stuff nowadays and maybe I should have looked this up that keep animals in just entertainment-based captivity and not uh, preservation-based captivity. Like, oh, we're going to hold these lions here at the zoo because lions are, like, in danger. We're going to care for these lions. They're going to be nurtured. They will be released back into the wild. Like, and then we will bring in more lions that need care and attention and blah, 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 blah. And then we'll release them. Like, I feel like that's like, I know at the shed aquarium, for example, most of their animals, their saltwater animals are there for 
breeding purposes? Are there for safety purposes? Are there to rehab or something like rehabbed? That. And then they will be re-let back out into saltwater. Yeah, I think um, it all depends on. I think it all depends on the animal. You know, there's there's a lot of different things, and also, you know, you start getting the argument of okay, is keeping this orca in captivity and letting people come and see it and learning about it, helping save more orcas because we're uh, more people are aware of it. You start you start kind of sliding into slippery slopes on there. But Mm -hmm. I I think most places now, at least on the in terms of their like frontward marketing towards the consumer, very much is all about conservation. How can we, uh, you know, learn more about these animals to help them in in the wild um, and educating people to understand that these are animals that we want to keep around. (laughs) Look how cool this giraffe is. Don't don't kill all of them. Yeah. So I guess so. Here's I guess the the thing we should cover now that we've talked about all the cool weird things that Marine Land did. It had a had a restaurant that looked oh, out yeah. over the sky peninsula. Sky tower. A sky tower that had you looking over the ocean. It had yeah, it had a lot. I'm sure was was like going up that sky tower, looking over the Pacific, had to be gorgeous. Um, what brought it to the point where it was just barely breaking even, if you ask some people, and was also actively bleeding out millions of dollars, if you asked others? Uh, tell us, Chris. <laughs> Don't throw me under the bus. I asked you. I mean, it's SeaWorld, right? SeaWorld is what does it. <laughs> well, they're... they're, they're do, they, they hit the point where I think a lot of people do, or a lot of businesses do, where because of the times like they actively right they're trying to bring in the Hanna-Barbera characters they're losing some of their visitation over time they do get to a point where I think I'm going to say that they were breaking even but it was just barely and then SeaWorld shadily buys them from a Hong Kong like real estate like holding company and then is like oh they're actually bleeding out they're like they need some rehab, but it would cost so much money. We're gonna take some of their precious animals, like they they have these pair of orcas, Orky and Corky, and they're gonna take them and they're gonna put them. Okay, sorry. Pause. What lazy name? Like that had to be named by a five year old. I All no right. no no. What it was name this orca? How about Orky? It was named by uh, marine professionals. I guarantee you. I work with a lot of history professionals, and their talent. They have many is not naming things like how can I how can I can I create a, a, a board and get nationally or internationally certified that naming of all animals has to come through me? What would you have board? named? What would you have named them? I don't know. Like, like, OK, Let, let's let's just let's spend the next three minutes coming up. Not even let's spend the next minute. Coming up with better names for a killer whale other than Orky and Corky. I'll start. Mr. Bojangles. That's an awesome name. You can't use that name anymore, Matt. That's really not okay. Why is it not okay? Because Mr. Bojangles is a minstrel show blackface character. Oh, well, um, never mind then. Don't name your orca oh, that. The, the problem is, is that Bojangles is a term that does have, it's one of those weird names that has another meaning. Uh, I don't, don't remember name your what it is. 
because there's a there's a southern chicken place named Bojangles. <laughs> okay, that's well, southern then... chicken, frankly, in my opinion, in my opinion. But like, I also know that Mister Bojangles was that like minstrel show, blackface, the big lips, like white person being black, like slave person. So no, we cannot name. Okay. Our, okay. One, I I, one of my very today. good friends. I'm going to embarrass the bejeebies out of her. She adopted a guinea pig that was named Mister Bojangles because it was a black and white guinea pig. And its owners were not okay. Um, they were very old. And my friend and her friend, who is African-American, when she found out what her friend's guinea pig was named, she was like, I'm sorry, it's named... What? And then she's like, well, everyone calls him Bo. It's just, it's Bo. It's, and then my friend was like, it's, I, I've renamed him. It showed for Bo Rito. And I was like, this is the funniest interaction I've ever witnessed but yes no we cannot name the orca mr bo we cannot name a black sea creature all right well i learned something today so um (laughs) you know this is why you know okay in all seriousness you know how much the amount of things that i have learned while (laughs) podcasting that are that are insensitive that i now stop saying because i think my favorite thing is the fact that like I've, I, I know you well enough to know that you didn't know this it's like name out and like like i the fact that, like, like, had you said this about a dolphin, I'd be like, oh, well, we can't do that. Um, but the, the orca fact that you it named it, uh, because it's an orca, it makes it even worse, which it's makes worse. your purity and calling it that even funnier. But you know what we can call it? Bo-rito. Bo-rito. Um, we could call it, um, uh, let's see. Uh, you could just give it, a, like, a, a, a simple name, like Doug. Doug, Doug, Doug the Doug killer the- whale. <laughs> All right, guys, here's Doug. Like, that's more hilarious than Orky. Orky and Corky. Well, it needs to be cute because I also think, like, to a point for pandering to audiences, it needs to be that cutesy because kids will remember Orky and Corky. I mean, I think you can come up with other cute names that aren't just Orky. Like, I went to uh, um, I went to the Georgia Aquarium, okay. and they have a mascot that is this orange fish named Depot. Depot. See, I, that's fun. And Depot looks like his mother did heroin and drank heavily. <laughs> Whoever they hired to draw Depot needs to get sued. Okay. Depot does um, not look okay. Uh, you can always do like the 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 Whaley McWhale face. That's also always a winner. <laughs> or yeah, but that's or- the name of the dolphin. Orca McOrca face. <laughs> you could have named him Orkin. Orkin, like yeah, the Orca or, man, Orkin yeah, man, or um, Orville, Orville the Orca. I like, like that. For, do- for for dolphins, you could have named it Dolphin. Like what's the, what's Dolph Lundgren? Isn't that like the Dolph? L- yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, I love Dolphin it. Lundgren. Yes. Dolph Lundgren. Dolphini. Um. Uh. Yeah, see, like we could come up with way better names. And we would be able to stop people from naming things that are potentially racist. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I almost, I almost was like, we should cut that out. And I'm like, no, we're going to keep that in no. because there may be people out there like you me that know. do not know. And, and it's okay to not know. What's important, the public service announcement, what's important is to know, hey, you know what? I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me. I will check myself in the future. That's what's important. What's not going to be great is if I go out and buy an orca and then name it Mr. Bojangles. Yeah, don't. Do that. Now, that if I do that, opposite. I, 
that's on me. <laughs> that one's on you. So no, now you know better. Um, but okay, gosh, so, sorry, that was I, I, great. Sorry to go on that tangent, and then that led to another tangent that was very necessary. Yes, but, uh, um, but yeah. So Orky and Corky get moved to SeaWorld in California to for to quote unquote breeding purposes, so that they can breed. And then all of a sudden, they shut down Marine Land, chain it up weeks earlier than they said they were going to, move all the animals out in the middle of the night, and they're like, it, 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 bomb threats! That's why! There were, there were bomb threats! Get, get the animals out! And people are livid. They're like, what did you do? The restaurant stays open, I think, until like 2004. Um, well, and, and they renamed, like, Corky became Shamu. Oh, yeah. They renamed yeah, they Corky just Shamu. Like, no, this isn't Corky anymore. It's Shamu now. And then I think my favorite thing is, so not only did they close this facility to make sure that a competing aquarium, Oceanarium, would never reopen, they poured cement down all of the drains. Yeah. <laughs> like, what yeah. is that? <laughs> like, it wasn't just like, we're closing it. We're closing it and making sure this never reopens. <laughs> like, there will never be a competitor. Like, that's effed up. That's effed up. Yeah, it, it was, from what I gather, it was like the suddenness of it that was just like, eh. and and then, of course, and then it's, it's also now just like, they just abandon it as well, which also has some environmental problems to it. Like, hey, we're just going to leave this abandoned. It's fine. But that happens everywhere. Like happened it with Oz. It happens at Disney all the time. The pro I think they've, t they've torn some parts of it down. Like there are parts that are gone now. It's not completely still there and abandoned, but there are parts of it that are still there. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> yes, you sighed. Why? I was I was looking at uh, I was looking at a postcard that I saw a picture of and and that got me distracted. Uh, <laughs> of Orky and Corky. Uh, of a dolphin, maybe Dolph Lundgren. Dolphin Lundgren. Dolphin Lundgren. Yes, yes. I'm telling you, it, the people in charge just need to make me and nine other people. So eight other people will be like the Supreme Court of Nature. Why nine? Well, because, you know, it's like the Supreme Court, except we okay. name things. Oh, okay, great. So we come out with rulings on names for things. I like to imagine that, like, so, like, obviously the Supreme Court has representatives from each party on it. I think for us it would be people who only name things ridiculously silly things, and then people yeah. who only stick to traditional human names, like Doug. <laughs> this is, <laughs> and this is, like, a big argument within like, the court. And <laughs> of course I'm not going to name it. Orky, are you nuts? We're naming that Carol. Whaley McWhaleface is the silliest and stupidest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> that one's name will be Michael. <laughs> A good, strong American name. Brandon. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> See, it's got to be the right animal for, for a human name. What's the right animal for a human name? I'm trying to think of like a right animal for, for a human name. Like, again, like I think. Like a snake that... named Steven. Yeah. See, now that's funny. That's funny. If, if the snake's name was just Steven, you're like. Uh, no, no, that's not the name of the snake. It's Steven. Yeah. Like you have to yeah. count to five while you're. Exactly. And then exactly. you can finish the word. And he spells out his name with a bunch of S's. 
Um, and like, I have oh, to be specific. And I think the funny thing about naming a whale, I can't believe we're back on this. Uh, the funny thing about naming a whale something so simple is because you see whale, huge thing, you think huge epic name, and then it's just name is Doug. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's also cute it, though. I'd like a elephant, t-shirt with Doug the whale on it. I think elephant doesn't like elephant needs something more uh, elegant. Like you need an elegant name. Like I think Lily the Sophia? elephant. Oh, Sophia the elephant. That's a good one. Ella. Ella the elephant. That's a great one. See, and these are like I guess you know technically you know actually her names. formal name would be Elephant. Elephant. <laughs> Spelled F A N T. Yeah, I just think we can be, you know, we can be a little bit more creative with this. Um, like, we can come up with, you look very horrified by what you just typed into the computer. You okay I there? also didn't realize, so obviously I'd done my eBay research, right? But I was like, who, <laughs> sorry, this is, I'm trying to understand what I'm looking at. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. Um, I was trying to, I was like, oh, you know what I should have looked up was because I did look up the merch. I wanted to know if there was specifically Corky and Orky merch. Ah. Um, I haven't found that. What instead I found was Corky Cricket's brother, African-American talking doll. It looks like an off-brand, like American girl style doll. And no thanks. I, it, it's, it, but it's a, it's a cassette tape, and it's this weird, like the box art looks. This is not what we're here to talk about. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I see. Corky is a talking doll that you put cassette tapes in. Oh. But this is a very creepy, like has a fro, doesn't have a fro, and a weird yellow. Like it kind of looks like Mork and Mindy, but African American. Oh, and it comes with a spacesuit, so he he can be a an astronaut. Anyway, Corky and Corky. Okay, so um, so yeah, SeaWorld takes over. They come in, they rip it out, they pour cement down the drain so it can never reopen, abandon it. Now SeaWorld's there. What merch can you get from Marine Land? <laughs> um, okay, so you can get postcards that have Orky specifically on them, uh, but with Marine Land, um, you can get anything that uh what's the word i'm looking for that you could get at a site like that like you know like coasters or pennants or or postcards ashtrays again this is like the 50s through like the 80s right like milk jugs like all that normal kitschy stuff the most expensive thing is a set of Postcards, brochures, and pennants for $175. Looks like there's salt shakers. It's just a hotchpagot. Like, someone really liked Marine Land, and now they're selling. They're like, like, I I can't believe I have this all. I'm getting rid of it. But it's like, there's weird things. Like, like again, like, the map of the park, or like, like, non-merchandise gift shoppy things, which we've, obviously, we've seen before, but I'm just like, why? Um, there's nothing. There's nothing like super out of the ordinary. From no, 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 no. Like, I th- there's nothing out of like, the ordinary. Oh gosh, you can get a Marine Land pair of underwear. No, um, not that I can see. But I, I do think it's weird that like the highest priced item isn't that high priced. Um, oh, there was a 
like a desk plaque that was kind of weird and like people are selling their tickets for like stupid amounts of money like a 1955 marine land ticket for 90 dollars. why why not <laughs> Like, there's a bottle cap opener. Again, like, none of these things, a coin purse, like, none of these things scream, why the heck is this here? Like, I, some of it, like, again, some of it, like, souvenir plates in 2022, we don't do that anymore. Maybe that's weird, but I'm familiar enough with history to know that's normal. Well, and I, um, I still think there there are some people out there that, like, collect souvenir plates. Maps are the other thing I could see, like, as a... um that's something that I know people collect of certain themed areas having a map of the place, but like, I guess like I could want a postcard from Marine land, but it's, it's not like anything super special. It's just like a dolphin jumping out of there with a, you know, sailor guy holding a fish. Yep. I mean, got it in one. Yeah. yeah, But like a scarf, a tank top, like nothing, nothing crazy, man. Like it's not like when you can buy a whole costume from a TV show, apparently. Yeah. Or, an, or uh, you know, the what the bust of the of the mold that they used. To, I, I don't oh, for Robin was. Williams, yeah. Yeah, for Robin Williams, yeah, yeah. For Mork and Mindy, that was what it was. Okay, I was like, wow, when did we talk about Robin Williams? Mork and Mindy, I remember. Yeah, you know, so nothing, nothing crazy or out of the ordinary or weird. But again, if you want a African-American quirky cassette tape doll, eBay's got you covered. Uh, you know, I don't. <laughs> um. So here's here's my next question for you, Matt. Yes. Do you want do you want Marine Land of the let's say they didn't pour concrete down those drains in California. Would you want Marine Land of the Pacific to come back? Um, I feel like there's a way with modern architecture and technology to make a really cool oceanarium. And even one that that possibly has more conservation and other efforts and things like that, especially if you're right by the ocean, that's a perfect opportunity to bring in injured animals or rehabbing animals. And then when it's time to release them, the ocean is right there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're at the ocean already. Whereas I think, like, no, what were you going to say? Whereas like when, when like something comes to the shed aquarium you can't just release it. You have to. Okay, we got to transport this whale. What are you talking now. about? We have so many orca whales living in the in Lake Michigan. This, you know, the Orky and Corky Midwest version would be just hanging out. Yeah, um, I don't think it should. Um, for my, this is my reasoning is because to me, Marine Land of the Pacific was based more in entertainment through the ocean animals and less about information sharing um conservation like to me what i'm saying i don't think should come back is let's make the animals dance for the amusement of the humans um because i think what's what's cooler nowadays is like go whale watching go see whales in their natural um or like again if you can't go there like there's so many good aquariums that do that have such strong conservation efforts and all these other things that you can go to easily and learn and experience and see them and see them being themselves and, and hopefully be inspired to take better care of them. Like, I think that is, that's the bigger thing is maybe if there's a a lack of interest in 
aquariums. Go to your if you want if you want to see an animal, go to your local aquarium. Go or they're there. Like, you know what they didn't have in the fifties? YouTube. You want to see killer whales doing all sorts of cool stuff? Just YouTube killer whales doing cool stuff, and you could probably watch hours upon hours upon hours of killer whales doing cool stuff. And if you want like the merch, if you need that gift shop, go to eBay. And while you're or, there, I'm at his McPizza hat. Yeah, yeah. Or just slap a killer whale on a shirt. Done. Design your own shirt. Are you going to get that close to a killer whale, Matt, that you're going to slap a, a shirt on it? Uh, no, I'm not going to put the shirt on the killer whale. I'm going to put a picture of a killer whale ah. on this shirt. Do you frequently duct tape pictures from the internet onto your shirts? I mean, I guess I could. I think there's got to be like an iron-on killer whale out there. Of Hang course on. there is. You could probably go to Target on. right now and find a shirt with a killer whale on it. Iron-on whale. Yeah, see, look at this. Boom. Amazon right there. Uh, eBay right there. Etsy. Oh, my gosh. Look at all the orca things I can get. Isn't oh, it jarring get... how much access we have to things nowadays? It honestly is. It's like the fact that I just – I could – the fact that I could have that idea and within 30 seconds have an orca patch on the way to my house right now is very frightening. I did not order it just for the record. We've got we've gone too far as a society. I don't know. My harebrained I mean it, the, too many of my harebrained ideas need less access to things. It's probably good for me if I don't have access to things. <laughs> Based off of some of our previous conversations, yes, I would agree with that statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why a lot of my best ideas and most crazy ideas, such as the Supreme Court of naming things, uh, it will never happen because I can't just buy that. Mm, you, you, that's easy enough. I think with the powers of the internet, like Reddit, you could start that right now. Start the Supreme Court of naming things. You need to have yeah. thousands of applicants. That's true. You'd meet a terrifying assortment of individuals. I would meet a terrifying assortment of individuals. But, you know, I, I meet a, a terrifying assortment of individuals on a day-to-day basis anyway. That's, wor- that's, that's work, baby. I met someone at the, at the bank. He is a customer. He worked on nukes during the Cold War. His job was to go inside of the, the weapon to make sure that the, the like warhead was secure in there. Jeez. Yeah. Louise. Yeah. And some of like the, the question, the questioning that they had for him on that. And, oh man, it's, 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 it's intense. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. It's yeah. in, it's, you know what he was, it was in bombs. It wasn't even in a tent. He was in a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, okay. Anything else on Marine land before we go or naming things, you know, no, I think I feel like we got it covered. What about you? Do you got more to? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, it, it seems like you know, corporate score another one for corporate America. <laughs> Point Sea World. <laughs> have you have you been to Sea World recently? I don't think I've ever been to Sea World. Period. You've never been to Sea World? Uh uh-uh. uh I went to Sea World in college with my parents, and I enjoyed myself. It was fine. Why did you ask if I've gone recently? Because uh, because that would be like the most recent that I've gone, and so just like you know, I went to gone... the Shed Aquarium 
in like 2017 or 2018. That's the last time I went to a place of, and I, I, cause I knew an employee and I got to go to their holiday Christmas party as their date. And like, you could drink by like, and like, look at the exhibits or like, that was, it was, it was a very fabulous evening. Like, I think that's a very cool place to have like a a reception of some kind. I don't think it's cool if you work there. Like, I don't think I'd like my personal Christmas reception to be in the place I work. Like I'd like to be taken away from it, but yeah, but where where we work doesn't have cool animals. Yeah, but if I work there, I see those animals every day. True. I don't know. You know I what I mean? Like, like I still like where I work, people are like, "You must love where you work. It's so beautiful." And I'm like, "Oh no, it is beautiful, but I'm not coming here if I'm not working because I'm here all the time. I see it every day." Yeah, I get that. Like, do you yeah. go to your bank on your day off? No. It's yeah, a bank. exactly. But if but if I worked at Disney World. Would I be going to Disney World on my day off? Yes. I sometimes dep- wonder if working at Disney World would have killed going to Disney for me. See, I think it would. Uh, if if I had all the time access to Disney World, that would just be. I mean, really, all the time access to any themed entertainment. Like, if I lit, if I worked for Dollywood, I absolutely would go to Dollywood. And- I had friends who almost went to Dollywood this year, and I'm really mad that they decided to go somewhere else because I really wanted someone to tell me about it. Yeah, I I I feel like I need to go. Can we really go? That, Let's go. We, we, you and I are going to go on our way down to get our McPizzas. Ah, yes. McPizzas. <laughs> a discontinued on display road trip. All right, honey. I'm gone for six months. We're going to go hit all of these places. See ya. We just need, we need to get the pizza. We need to get go to Dollywood. We need to go to the Land of Oz. And we need to go to uh, Gilbert uh, House. Gilbert House. And that's, Which is I think that's very it. much not on the way. <laughs> not at all. I don't know. I see no flaws in this plan. I need the Gilbert House to hire me just remotely because I can't go out there, but hire me. Oh, goodness. All right. It's time to close the museum for the night. Chris, how do they get a hold of us? If you want to get on. No, I can't do it with that. Are you kidding me? No one would ever find us. If you would like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at discontinued on display. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're discontinued pod. And if you want to email us, you can do that at discontinued on display at gmail.com. If you are more interested in learning more about Matt, Matt does Twitch. Uh, Matt, where can they find you twitching? Twitch.tv slash sorcerer Matt. I was going to say outside of like on the floor when someone says something that irritates you. Yes. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a, you know, you can find me there. I'm trying to get a more, uh, regular schedule, you know, life happens and I'm just not going to apologize for it. So definitely the best thing you can do is follow because then you'll get notified when I go live. Most of the time it's in the evenings because, you know, I work during the day and then I have like children, uh, you know, humans that rely on me for sustenance and, uh, entertainment. <laughs> so, um, yeah, most of the time it's in the evenings, but uh, got some new games coming out that I'm excited about, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, what's the, uh, what's def- what's coming out that you're most excited about? Uh, Disney just came out with a game called Disney Dreamlight Valley, and um, it's like Animal Crossing in Disney. It seems like, and I'm I'm I, I shouldn't be as excited, but I am. And then I've got some other like uh, fun roguelike games. Uh, uh, I got a, I just started a robot uh, first person shooter one that's really fun. Nice. Um, and then, you know, whatever other games I find. Nifty, I found nifty. one that's Battle Royale in an Ikea. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, you like throw furniture at people. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, one other thing we do need to shout out because I 
did things out of order, um, is you can also find all of our good stuff at sorcererinetwork.com. Uh, Matt curates a lot of stuff there, curates some articles, um, both information for Discontinued on Display and our sister podcast, um, Beers and Ears. So also make sure uh, to check out our website as well. And as always, make sure to please rate and review us. Five stars, five stars, as Matt likes to say. Um, and please hit subscribe if you haven't already so you can be notified of all the wonderful discontinued jargon that we talk about. Um, and I guess with that, until next time, we will see you later. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.